Hi everyone and welcome to the third episode of our GARM podcast. Today we have Pega with us. Hi Pega. Hi, how are you doing? Fine, thank you. How are you? Very good, thanks. Thanks so, for having me. Thank you. Thank you for being here. So Pega, tell us a, a little bit about yourself. Okay, so my name is Pega Gol and I'm the author of this book called The Formula. And um, the, in this book, I, it's a job hunting book. I share lots of job hunting steps. And uh, so far it's reached um, like multiple times to be exact number eight times number one selling on the Amazon. Um, I'm a career coach and job hunting expert. So with 15 years of experience in recruitment and uh, job hunting, um, I, I felt that, you know, um, I can I can help more, especially during 2020. And, um, you know, I, I, I become full-time career coach. Wow. So, Pega, Mariam, I want to advance my career. Mm-hmm. Well, how do I go about it? Okay. Um, this is something that I really like to always talk about with anyone who's starting their career or in any stage of their careers, even if they're at the sea levels. It's very important to um, invest in themselves, the first important thing. And the second thing is uh, they need to have a plan. It doesn't matter which age, which, which age they are, they need to have certain plan in place at least for five years. Where do you see yourself? Where do you want to be? Wh- what do you want to achieve? And based on that plan, then you can find out what is the best thing to do and how you can advance your career. So there are lots of, you know, um, courses you can start to get. There are lots of books you can read. There are lots of, um, you know, different things that you can enhance your career. But without plan, you cannot. And then you need to be ready to, you know, invest in yourself. I'm hearing sometimes from people that they're like, oh, you know, um, but my company doesn't support me. They don't want to um, pay for this, um, you know, educational or this course that I'm going to. And I'm like, that's all right. You can do it yourself. You know, it's like you need to um, invest in yourself and do something, you know, to uh, make sure that makes you ready for the next stage. Let's um, give an example. Let's say. Um, you are in, in bank and you're doing customer service, like it's a kind of entry uh, level job. And then you want to get to the different levels and you have already the experience. It's like few years you've been in the same position. You want to get promoted. But um, when you go there, the next level is going to be managerial level, but you don't have that experience. So how can you advance that? So, but you need to go back and a few years back, think about that ahead. So you start to have like a kind of leadership skills. You enhance yourself with different skills that is relevant to the branch, for example, operation, and get involved in that. Get volunteer to do something. If your manager is like on leave, you can get a step ahead and you can say like, um, I, can, I can cover you. You know, so these kind of things are really helping the person to make them ready for a few years, um, you know, to advance their career. Uh, but the, the decision needs to make to be made now, not later on. All right, but this caters for someone who already has a job. Mm-hmm. Let's speak about someone who just graduated university. Mm-hmm. How do they have the skills to get matched with a job? Okay, so we, I think mm, most of us, we saw that meme is going around and they said like, um, you know, you don't have any experience and they're like, 
I'm just graduated. I don't have any experience. No, but we need the experience, you know? So this is a kind of debate that we're talking about. But even for fresh graduates, we always have options. Um, I have, uh, I've done so many talks in, for universities, uh, for graduates, for people that they're applying for an internship. So internship is one step to get ahead. But sometimes, you know, like, you don't need to wait for um, just one internship I'm done and say, okay, I'm ready, like, the, <laughs> the society need to take me, they need to appreciate me, I put my four years, yes, that's right, but the practical experience is not there. So it's very important that you, how much you want to make yourself ready for that. So. You can become, again, volunteer job is something that you can do. Or, um, I had myself, someone um, from one of the talks that I, I've done in the university, one of the graduates who attended my webinar, actually um, read my book and reached out to me on LinkedIn and said that it was fantastic, helped me a lot. And uh, she said that she can do certain things, she can help me with certain things if I need it. Um, it could have been like, no, I don't need, thank you. But I felt that, you know, she's just doing a little bit, little bit extra. And I needed actually that. I never thought about it to go out and find a graduate to, to do that kind of job for me. And I said, okay, that's a great thing. So let's do an internship. She did an internship with me. And um, at the beginning was very low pay. She's part of the, the whole, um, you know, setups now <laughs> because I'm not good in admin job. If you put me in admin department, I will get dry and then <laughs> I will not going to continue. Uh, but um, she's good at it. She doesn't want to be, um, you know, the, on the front row. Um, she's quite introvert, but we, we balance things and, you know, mm. she's, she's continue working with me. And uh, I'm actually make her ready to get into the job market, you know. So, but wow. she has experience. She literally worked with the coach. She knows how things works. She can start to, you know, um, either do her things on the side, or she can be more confident to to go to the market. So, uh, it's all about the attitude. What I'm saying, um, it's if you have the attitude of wanting to do something and not thinking about how much is um, they gonna pay me, how much is the salary, what I'm gonna gain out of it. But thinking about I need the experience and even if it's for free, I'll do it. I'm not saying that, I'm not promoting that everyone yeah. need to do. But you can always tell the clients, try me, try me. I, I, I've done this, okay, for example, I'm, I'm creating logos and try me, this is nice. I did some edit for you. Do you think that you like it or not? This is for free for you. I'm sure that 90% they're not going to say no. All of us, we've been in that position. We've been, at, cert at some point, we've been the fresh graduates, either from high school or from university. And we were like lost. We didn't know what to do, where to go, how we can find a job, you know. So, and everyone appreciates that when they see someone who's just graduated doing that. So this would be my biggest advice to fresh so graduates. So basically show some effort. Absolutely, it's all about the attitude, the effort, you know, how you put yourself out there, being accountable, you know, so. Yeah. So let's say now I found a job, um, three, four years into that job, and I find that it's not suitable for me, I'm not happy, and I wanna shift a job, I wanna move to another job. How do I go about that? How do I move out of an industry? How do I change a job without my manager knowing? Okay. How do I do it? <laughs> Very good question. I love that. Um, and the reason for loving this question is that 
I have uh, many people coming to me for coaching and they have the same, same concern. Pekka, I want to go to work. I hate my job. And I'm like, why are you even continuing? You know what I mean? And it's been a year. It's been two years. I don't like it. I don't want to continue. Or some of them, they come to me and say, you know what? There is no problem, but I don't feel like I'm anymore. I, I do have any more kind of enthusiasm to go to work. So, and there is a reason behind that. If we're going back, um, most of us, especially maybe very much it's related to culture and the Middle Eastern. So like for even for myself, you know, some parents, you know, either you are a doctor or engineer or a lawyer or you're a disgrace of the family. It's just yes. that's a fact. And not all, all of us, we've been uh, like lucky enough to our parents. They said, okay, you know, do whatever you like to do. I, I really like art. And then, uh, but I was good at math. And my parents were like, you know what you need to do. <laughs> so no talking about art. So you know that. And so uh, <laughs> most of us, we had this, um, and we choose the, the subject that maybe we didn't really enjoy, or maybe we enjoyed it. We wanted to at the end do it. And then when we graduated, we find ourselves like, OK, now what to do? anything available, we grab it. We just want to get to, to the workplace. And it's happened to most of us. And 10 years down the line, we are doing something we do not like. We are not passionate about. We are not um, feeling that we're contributing anything. It doesn't really triggers our creativity. You know, it's just so many things. So that's very common, by the way. I think like 85% I have with my clients that they are coming with this concern to me. And uh, although it's not an easy uh, process, it may take longer, um, but I, I highly recommend them that anytime that they feel that they don't feel comfortable to go to work because of this, that they are not enjoying it, um, they immediately need to take an action. So for the action, answering your question, um, what, we need to, what they need to do, first of all, they don't need to quit their job immediately. Being at your job and then you start to develop things that you needed to take the action. So you can still continue because anyways, if you didn't do the action, but still you would have continued that. So keep that job, um, your full-time job, because it helps you also to not being worried about the financial situation and also keep you in the very good position when you want to negotiate for the next salary. The other one is that uh, they start to think, you know, reevaluate what is there, what is important for them. So, um, did you like art? Did you like, I don't know, computer science? What do you like? It's really going back within you. What do you do that you do it without any effort? That you're happy to do it for free? You know, so this is something that it's very, very, very important to find out that one thing courting for you that makes you feel comfortable doing it, you somehow knowing it. Sometimes I said, what did you do when you were a child? Because back then you didn't need to choose anything. You didn't want to do anything. So um, yeah, <laughs> no pressure on you, yeah. but you were doing it because you enjoyed it, you know, going back to that. So when, when they find out that's one, that one thing, then they started to, you know, going through the certain things to uh, develop that, you know, so Maybe you're not good, um, you don't know how to do it, but then you can start to go for the like micro-credentials uh, kind of 
courses, uh, going to get some you know, practical courses, going to get some, um, so, so many different things that started to enhance that. And then um, also you can even ask for people help, you know, so reaching out to people in that industry. Let's say I'm in finance, financial, um, let's say in banking sector. I, I said banking sector a lot because um, I've been recruiting for banking sector a lot. So I know about different positions. And you want, to choose, you want to change to, for example, something in media. Reach out to people in that kind of niche and then tell them, you know what, I want to, um, I want to move to this level. Reach out to them in, on LinkedIn or any kind of events or whatever. And I feel that you, know, you can share maybe some experience with me. You would be surprised how happy they are to share some of their experience with you because they feel that they're helping and they feel that someone is listening to them, what they gained within these few years. So you can sit and you can find out what's going on in their market. You know, maybe after sitting with them, you find out that actually it's not really what I want to do. <laughs> you know, maybe it's not as fancy or as uh, glorious as I, as I thought it would be. So, there are so many things that you know they can do, but it's all going back to making that one decision that you know I want to I want to change and I want to move to the. That's know. a very good point because I have people coming into me and be like, okay, Mariam, I see that you're investment in investment, and I would like to get, to move into investment because they see the glamorous side of it. Absolutely. But but they don't know what's going on behind the scenes, mm -hmm. and. I'm, 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 a little, I'm a little bit afraid of actually pushing them to go through that route because I don't know if that's going to be good for them. Are mm -hmm. they going to enjoy it? Mm -hmm. Are they going to like doing it every day? So this yes. is a very hard balance to find. Should Absolutely. I push you to it and then I feel guilty because I pushed you into something you're not going to yes, enjoy? Yes, exactly. So if they reach out to you and you share with them the pros and cons, then they're in a better situation to make a decision. Yeah. I remember at the beginning when I started the recruitment and in the banking sector, when I met with people in investment banking, I was like, wow, this is so good. I wish I was born again and I could be in investment banking. <laughs> <laughs> and then sitting with the people in investment banking, talking to them and how much their, their, their work is under pressure and so many other, you know, um, that, as I said, the pros and cons, I felt that, you know, like I maybe not really want, <laughs> yeah. want to go back and then do a start again because, you know, I felt, I felt after sometimes that I'm actually in the place that I really enjoy and I want to be. And this is a very good feeling to have. You yeah. feel finally you find what you like and whatever you do, it's become your purpose and uh, the life will change completely. So that's why I'm really pushing Anyone who's not um, happy with their job, do that step. Take that one step out of their comfort zone and they do something about it. You know? All right. So, okay. So, I'll, I'll just get into this, this question in a bit of a weird way, let's say. So, let's just say that my parents, like my father, for example, his culture was, okay, get a job and then stick to it until the end of your life. <laughs> and then the, the generation after that, we're like, okay, after 10 years, I'm gonna shift a job. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not gonna wait for like the end of my life to stick into one job. Yes. And then we can see my generation and the generation, the newer one, generation Z, mm -hmm. they would actually change job frequently. So uh, how frequently should I change a job? And how acceptable, what is the acceptable level in which I would change a job? 
Okay. I love that you brought this whole story because uh, this is something that really uh, makes sense and um, m many of us seen that, you know, being in one job forever, in one organization forever. And um, that's, um, that because in that time in, you know, like it was kind of the, the culture was different and now is different. The technology is like moving super fast. You know, my phone this year is not going to be like same next year. And um, like everything is evolving so quickly. So it, it will generate kind of n not being so much stable on the job. But as a recruiter myself, not because me, I have some problem if someone is changing their job frequently, but if someone is like having 10 years of experience and they already changed 18 jobs, I would be like, what is going on? You know? Because at the beginning of your career, that's very acceptable, by the way. You may change five jobs till you find out what is really what you want to do. And that's quite acceptable. But if you, assuming that you already studied what you like, and then you reach to the point that um, you got a job that you like. So anything below three years, it's, it's creating the question mark why the person is, didn't, didn't stay. At the same time, so like I say that few years, it's, it's, it's very much important. Why? Because it will take first six months that you just find out what's going on. This is, <laughs> yes. Even for me. So, and then like uh, going to a year, it's still early, maybe two years you just start to. And then if you want to become an expert, to be ready to move either as a promotion to next level or to another organization again to the next level, you need to, you need to gain more practical experience. Somehow to reach into the point that you know that with closed eyes you can do your job. Like, when I was in recruitment after 12 years, I know that like everything about recruitment, it wasn't like really getting me excited because I wanted to learn every day new things, you know? So, and um, yeah, if you, if you reach to that level of few years, then um, you can move. Sometimes the organization is nice. You like people that you're working with. They are supporting your development and you know that you're due to getting promotion. That's fine. You can stay there and get the promotion and get, gain more tenure. Tenure is something that creating the loyalty effect in someone's eyes when they are seeing your CV. So if I see the CV in front of me and I see someone been with the organization for seven years, got two promotions, uh, so I feel that th this person is loyal, this person is um, developing themselves um, they actually done a good job because they received some promotions and you know like um, the company is investing on them as well. So see the difference between someone who's been seven years in one organization and move uh, up the ladder and then someone else who's just been seven years in six different organizations. So, means that like less than a year maybe in some organization. So it, it, it creates why. And then that why, it may not even reach to the point that they even want to interview that person because it's like the person, she or he is going to join us and then leave in some time. Organization, they put their time, energies, they invest in the person. So they don't want to lose them quickly because they tend to get bored or maybe don't like it or they don't find themselves fit in the organization. So um, these are the kind of 
um, effect that it's reached. So, um, you said in the beginning of the career, someone, uh, it's okay for someone to change jobs. Hmm. How do you define the beginning? Like how many years? No, maybe if they are just graduated. So just graduated? Yeah, just graduated. They don't know where they want to fit, where they're actually fitting. Maybe they find the culture different. They don't have so many options. So they choose one thing and they feel that, no, this is not actually something that they want. So, so how frequent can someone who just graduated change a job? Within how, like, give me a time frame. Can we quantify it's, it's, this? It's, it is very much case to case. Okay. But I'm not encouraging someone in five years change four jobs. <laughs> yes. So maybe it is easy for everyone to know if it's work for them, this or not. And I really have respect for someone who's going to any job after a month or two, they feel that this is not for them. If they come to me with the very valid reasons um, and I feel that, you know, they don't feel comfortable, I encourage them. They said, okay, you know, like um, I really respect your decision and it's better that you start somewhere else and doing something yeah. else. Because at the beginning, it's, it's a bit, you know, you're just 22, you don't know what you want to do and all this. But um, also, at the same time, I encourage them to give themselves a bit time and see maybe um, <laughs> we have this kind of talk, um, you know, about, um, you know, Simon Sinek. So he's talking yeah. about especially the millennial and the, the problems that they have and said that, Sometimes they get so disappointed after two months and they're like, I'm not really achieving anything or something. I don't, I don't, I'm not talking about that kind of reasons. I'm talking about something that is not matched with what you actually enjoy doing yeah. it. Not about that what you achieve and where you want to be and all these things, no. If you're not enjoying it, then it's all right. But if you're just feeling that you don't achieve anything or it's not you're just something doing it because you're bored, then that's yes, not a valid reason. Absolutely, yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. So let's talk emiratization. Mm -hmm. What are your views on that? Okay, it's my favorite subject. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you know that I've yeah. been doing emiratization since 2009. And um, I met lots of uh, great emiratis like yourself and um, excellent. And I've done this emeritization from, for fresh graduates to C-level executives. And uh, kind of for some of them, when I found a job for them in 2009, now they are kind of in mid-management level. I do recruitment for their team. So it's a, I see the developments and happening. And I really, really um, kind of supporting these initiatives by the government. Not all uh, countries, they do that. And it's, it's a great opportunity. And I love that. I, I support it myself a lot. And um, it's kind of, especially for the private sector, I feel, and also banking sectors, um, it, it helps also to kind of getting the exposure of the international, um, you know, uh, international practice, also getting exposure to different cultures, uh, understanding how does it work between different cultures, you know, so the Westerns, the Easterns, and like anything in between, what is the culture like, what they say, how they say, and uh, all of this that, that expose them to, the, to, to enhance their skills, not only the, um, you know, the technical skills, but also the um, interpersonal skills, the soft skills, how they can um, you know, um, go out or being in the workplace with the different nationalities, what they learn about them, uh, what is the view of each and different nationalities and how they can, you know, um, as I said, enhance and learn about different 
not culture only, different practices, international practices. So I really um, encourage also, um, you know, uh, organization. And I feel that it's also, it's become part of their initiatives themselves, even the private sector, to, to recruit and to hire Marathis. Um, first of all, because they want to have someone who knows about the culture and, uh, you know, they can support them in that sense. And second thing, it's also kind of a way of giving back to the community. I, I really love UAE as a country. I feel that, you know, I've been here for 15 years and I'm proud to saying that I'm doing emeritization. I've done emeritization since 2009 because it's a kind of giving back to the community. UAE being really nice with expats and, you know, helping them. It's, it's such a convenient country. You cannot find something similar, really. And um, I'm sure that all expats, they know that. So it's a kind of way of also giving back and, um, you know, working on the development of the UE nationals as well. So this is my... <laughs> that's great. Yes. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's very good to hear, actually. I'm proud as an Emirati to hear that someone <laughs> enjoys living in my country. My pleasure. So 2020, mm -hmm. it was a blessing for some. It was a curse for others. Mm -hmm. uh, what are your views on that? career-wise okay um, I mean it really depends on how you see things also so to to give an example about myself um, I uh, published this book in 2020 but before the whole things started so and then I had lots of talks already booked I had lots of things you know like lots of courses and everything and then suddenly the lockdown happened and all the like talks and courses started one by one cancel 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 <laughs> i was like i'm done <laughs> you know i was really feeling um, panic and because i'm uh, I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur i'm doing everything on my own so it was like what should i do now but immediately i i back up and i was like okay now what i need to do i need to go online i need to do this i need to do this so many things that i didn't know if you look at my post on linkedin um, people reaching out to me and said, which, um, <laughs> which media company is doing that? And I'm like, take our media company. <laughs> I'm doing it myself because I learned how to do it. I enhance my skills. And I, uh, I understand that for many, it was a shock. It was a situation of losing their job. And so many, um, they have family to fit and they have like lots of things, lots of liabilities they need to pay and everything. So... I know it's passed. It hasn't passed completely. We're still on it, but uh, maybe some of us, we start to get used to it. But it doesn't matter. There are two parts you always can see. Um, I'm, I'm just going back to previous talk we had about not liking what they do. For some, I felt that when they came to me and they said, like, I lost my job, I need to find a job. Found out they don't want to do the same thing. And this kind of push by 2020 to make the decision that they were delaying it for years. So it's a kind of blessing. If we change the way that we look at things, then things will change also. So it's a kind of blessing. Do whatever you want to do now. And now the good thing is everywhere you go and say, what did you do in 2020? No one gonna say that, oh, you lost your job. They, they I don't know, they've terminated you or you've gone through the redundancy. And you were like, it was 2020. So it's a good excuse and it's a good excuse also to start changing things. So what I can say that, first thing is look at it this way. Second thing, if there are skills that they need to enhance, they need to 
jump on it immediately. Everything online, everything related to um, online skills, it's something that's helped. The, the whole world is going towards that. And uh, if you want to network, you can do it online. If you want to uh, marketing, you can do it online, everything. So sure. there is a big paradigm shift that has happened in the whole world. And you need to just get onto the ship. You need to get on with it. You need to start your um, um, investing in yourself, going through the, the certain courses. There's so many free, free things available on the internet. So you, the only thing you need to have you need to have is your phone and an internet connection you're done you can do whatever you like to do so many youtube's uh, videos for free you learn I, I learn lots literally how to make youtube videos through youtube uh, videos <laughs> so wow. yes and it was free for free completely free obviously um if you want to enhance more maybe you need to go for some paid courses but i'm just giving very good tip just go to uh, internet and search how you can do this. You find thousands of different articles, videos, different uh, you know um, guides and everything for free, and you can enhance. You can start to you know do something even on the side. So for some of us, we still have. I know that some of my clients they still have their jobs, but they are seeing that the redundancy is coming, and they started it now, which is good. Imagine that you're in the, in the one, um, uh, what is that? Job. One department that it has 15 people in that department doing all the same job. And you know that somehow it's happened. You were 30 and now you become 15 because the 15, half of them, they went through the redundancy and it may happen to the rest. So instead of just continuing to be within those 15 people that they're going to be losing their job, being in the market, looking for a job, start to prepare yourself now start to work on your cv start to uh, work on your skills start to do other things that you can start to you know you can be ready and start to even apply for a job before they ask you to leave before they you'll be the one the last one that they're going to shake hand and say sorry we have to let you go so this is something like it's it's all going back to planning for their you know career progressions doesn't matter if they have a job or not, doesn't matter if their job is secure or not. It's just about you updating yourself all, all the time, updating yourself. I know so many, again, I'm giving some banking uh, <laughs> uh, examples, uh, that they're in operation, but they need certain skills, certain um, technological skills that they don't have. So they get interviews, but as soon as they see that they are not good at that, they don't. So just, just take that course. I don't know if it's uh, um, certain software you need to work on. Take that course and make yourself available. Make yourself much better than the rest. So they take you instead of you know you being the one who being going through the redundancy. I actually find what you said fascinating because COVID or 2020 affected you personally, and you actually applied what you said by upgrading yourself, learning how to use YouTube and all these instruments just to be up with the times Absolutely. so if you don't get a job or a gig you can do it yourself yeah. which is amazing i think this is a, you're not just looking at things positively you're actually taking action yes as opposed to just oh god this <laughs> <laughs> i pray to god that yes change. yes i mean 
I know that um, definitely we, we get the support from, uh, from Allah and uh, it's there. But also we need to do some actions too. Yeah, so the actions is, is the, like if you go through all of my talks since the beginning of this episode, um, I'm talking about that one action they need to take. <laughs> it's very important. The first thing, just do it. Yeah. Just take the action. Just start it. Just you know, go go to YouTube. Just watch one one video about something that you want to learn. Mm, for me, it was ma making sense to learn how to make YouTube videos or how to do work with um, like a different um, graphic things to design my own post. And good thing about writing a book, it helped me also to write a content. So I start to put lots of content out and grab the attention of the you know online. Uh, users so 2020 for me was blessing really was blessing well Pega it was a pleasure having you here thank I you personally so learned a lot from this uh, small talk we had thank you so much for being here thank you for having me and hopefully we'll have you in season two absolutely why not thank you <laughs> thank you so much thank you <laughs>